How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Catherine said, Hi Owen, just wanted to say how much I enjoyed your podcast with Maya. Really interesting to hear the story of her COVID experience and type 1 diagnosis. Our son, also Owen, had a similar experience last year at age 11. He got a positive COVID test result on the 17th of October. His dad and I also tested positive for COVID, but Owen's symptoms were really mild compared with my husband and I. We were really suffering, but Owen was his usual cheery self, neither up nor down. It seemed to match what the government and media were reporting about children having mild to no symptoms, so we just assumed he would continue to be asymptomatic and would recover quickly. So, we were really surprised and confused. After about four days, when out of nowhere, he started vomiting and developed a fever. He went downhill so quickly. I kept phoning his GP, and I just knew something wasn't right. This was no ordinary sickness bug. His colour got worse, eyes were sunken, still vomiting constantly and dehydrated. The GP prescribed anti-sickness meds over the phone, but because Owen was COVID positive, they referred us to the COVID response team. But I felt like we weren't getting anywhere with the COVID response team. They wanted us to take him to an assessment centre, but by that stage he was too ill. They said they would send someone to visit us, but couldn't give us a time frame. This story is insane. When he deteriorated further... His breathing got worse, losing consciousness, lips, hands, feet, knees turning blue. We took the decision to call an ambulance. He was blue-lighted to the Glasgow Children's Hospital where we quickly learned he was in diabetic ketoacidosis. He was in intensive care for a few days before being discharged. We had no clue he had diabetes until the hospital confirmed it. I know there are much worse conditions to be diagnosed with and we're in a good place now and managing his blood sugars really well. But we definitely went through a period of grief or mourning at first, after the initial relief that he didn't have COVID complications. I'm not sure if every parent feels like that after diagnosis. The feelings of guilt for not spotting the signs sooner. The feelings of helplessness seeing your kid having to get to grips with it all. It was a lot to digest in those early weeks. Maybe it's just because of the traumatic way he was diagnosed. I'm not sure, but I still find myself getting upset about it at times when I least expect it. Those images of him in DKA will live with me forever. But we know about his diabetes now and there's no reason for him to ever be in that state again. As I say, he's doing really well now. He turned 12 in March and is looking and feeling healthier than ever and we're so proud of him and how he's handling it all. Anyway, just wanted to share our story given the similarities with Maya's diagnosis. I can't help but wonder if COVID and type 1 diabetes are more profoundly linked than we're led to believe Hopefully one day soon we'll understand it better. Thank you for putting out such helpful and an inspiring podcast. That is Love from Glasgow from Catherine McHugh. That story was insane. Whoa, that was so intense. I felt like I was almost there mm. when it was happening. So Catherine, first of all, I'm delighted to hear that Owen is well and safe and healthy and happier now. But that was so much more intense than my diagnosis yeah and it's it gives me a reminder of how people's diagnosis stories can be so different 
And I can only imagine how difficult that was for the whole family. And like, it, obviously, all of them have their own perspective in it. But this is during like the height of lockdowns. The three of them, Catherine, her husband, Michael, Owen, all have COVID. It must have been a nightmare. Yeah. But the fact that he was in in time, thank God, healthy, happier now, seems to be coming through it, which is which is great to see. That That's a, a very intense story, I have to yeah. say. Yeah, as we um, have touched on before, my story and just anyone who's had any trouble during COVID times, it's just the lack of access to healthcare. And especially at the start of 2020, when all this was kicking off, I couldn't imagine how difficult it would have been to actually try and get seen to by a doctor, let alone their story of actually having COVID as well, which meant their chance of seeing a doctor, the difficulty was heightened even more. Mm. And as well, Catherine, I wouldn't be feeling guilty for not seeing the signs earlier in Owen because the signs and symptoms of type 1 diabetes can be so discreet and they're difficult to spot. So in hindsight, looking back, it might have been easier to notice them because you're more aware of them now. But I would in no way feel guilty for not seeing them sooner because, as we already said, you had COVID, Michael had COVID, Owen had COVID, which in 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 itself is going to make things so much more difficult to see. So I hope you don't have that guilt for not seeing it earlier as much as maybe you did a number of weeks or months ago. Um, the most important thing, as we said, Owen is healthy, happy now. And you're obviously on the ball in terms of wanting to find out information fill Owen with helpful information for the future. So hats off to you and thanks for getting in touch. And it's interesting that Catherine says at the end about COVID and type 1 diabetes being maybe more profoundly linked than we're led to believe because that's now Owen, Maya, and I've spoken to another, like maybe two or three people separately who had similar enough experiences being diagnosed with type 1 and COVID at the same time. Yeah. And because there's no definitive cause for type one, there's speculation that it could be related to like a virus or a viral infection. And when I was about 10 days old, I had some strange virus and I don't think they knew exactly what it was. I was thought to have meningitis and I had to get like a lumbar puncture and all this for spinal fluid, spinal fluid to see what it might be. But that's what I'm thinking. Is there is there a link to COVID and type 1? So what they're saying, the, the speculation, obviously there's no concrete, but the, of course. the virus or a virus could cause complications in your body that could lead to your pancreas failing. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. But as you say, speculation. They, yeah, you don't know. I suppose. You, you can't say for sure. But interesting. I'd love Mm. to speak to somebody who knows a bit more about that, to be honest. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.